This is, I think, the first, is it the first all German episode we've had? I think it might be, actually. Cool, we can switch to German then. <laughs> Absolutely, why not? We'll just do it all. We'll just, we'll just deutsch it up tonight, right? Just to confuse yeah, people. Exactly. <laughs> um, just for people who, who may somehow not know you and, and, and not know what you do, maybe could you give yourself, give us a bit of a background about um, what you do and who you are and all that kind of stuff. That would be cool. Yeah, so I'm Imke Feldmann. I'm the blogger behind, behind the website thebiaccountant.com and if you have working with Power Query a bit for so um, you might have come across my site. I'm also have been very active in previous years I would say in the forums um, helping people with Power Query stuff so um, you might come have come across me there as well. In my previous life, I have been working um, in several finance position. So I basically um, converted from a finance manager or finance people to helping finance people building up um, business intelligence solutions, mm -hmm. primarily with Power BI or modern Excel, I would say. So that's yes. what I'm doing. I think it's um, understated where you say if you've worked with Power or work with M, you might have seen my blogs. I think, yes, that's basically if you've worked with Power Query and had any single question, you would have come across your work. Um, you know, one of those first first names when it comes to, it comes to Power Query, when it comes to M. And uh, yeah, which is, yeah, which is always very helpful. <laughs> yeah, I started very early uh, with uh, being active there. I mean, hmm. I started my blog in 2000. 15 and before that i've been active in the community so i'm a really early adopter of the power query technology and so yeah. it's yeah. just it just adds up if you start early <laughs> yeah i can imagine as, as an early adopter does it like frustrate you therefore when you see situations when people are very much under using or completely not utilizing power query when they use excel is this something that you still notice or Yes, I mean, um, I noticed that. And I must say that, um, of course, I I find it very regrettable. And um, But uh, honestly, uh, when I've been working in finance, mm. I, was, I wasn't up um, with all the latest technologies, I must mm. admit. So if you are having, if you have your daily jobs and a lot of tasks to do, Mm. It's always not so easy to um, develop new skills and uh, try out new yeah. new tasks. At least when I started, I mean, <laughs> I started my career very, very early in there. You hadn't, yeah. you didn't have the uh, option to, um, like you have now with internet, to get to, get sure. to know all the new technologies and so on. Maybe today it was would be a bit easier, but if you. I mean, that's what I find interesting, though. It's not just the fact that not being expert or not, or not learning about it. It's it's the number of people who actually don't even know that it even exists. And sometimes I, I look at Excel and mm. obviously just, just purely Excel now, not Power BI. If I look at Excel, I sometimes wonder, is that somehow maybe the fault of Microsoft a little bit? Because it is some a little bit hidden. There's no like huge here is Power Query, it is awesome, use it. It's kind of like data and then 
it's not really I'm not sure this is just a, a question really because I'm curious uh, yeah <laughs> good point <laughs> I think uh, I think there could uh, there's some room for improvement to make it more prominent mm. um I don't know why that is I mean yeah yeah. I mean, with, I think with Power BI at the end, it will um, it comes more to the uh, um, folks' awareness. Yeah. And then sometimes uh, people are quite surprised when they hear, "Oh, I can use it in Excel as well." So I didn't right, know right. that. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Mm. Um, so this question from Jeff: uh, yeah. Did I read some of the Power Query was your first use of programming in any major way? True or false? Yeah, that, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. That's interesting. So that's the only language I, I really, um, I'm really familiar with. So basically, okay. when the problem comes around, I will always try, try to solve it with Power Query. It's <laughs> a very reasonable thing to go to as well. Yeah. yeah. I am uh, working closely with with my, my colleagues this week, and I've been taking a, a lot of data from this API, and um. Which is I love I love working with 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 API data. I think it's really enjoyable. I could get to yeah. do a lot of Power Query work and stuff. And then came mm. the point where normally what we do is I'll do Power Query work, and then it comes to the point where we put it into into a data warehouse, and then the data engineer or someone will step in and then take what I've done and then do with SQL basically. Yeah. So then I talk to my boss, and then having really trying me trying to read through someone's wouldn't say pick. Massively complex, but for me, yes, massively complex SQL. Because I have to be very, very honest about the fact that my SQL is pretty basic. Mm. Because because I start, I try, I, I, like you, obviously, but to a much lesser level, I try to just do everything with Power Query because that's mm. it's what I know. And yeah, it's for me, it's quite a, a nice thing to do. Let's be able just get involved here. I think it's <laughs> the fault of the users, Ben. Never mind, current. How many? Yeah, I don't know, actually. It's a. <laughs> it's tr it's a good point, I suppose. I mean, I've never had. I'll be honest. I've never had an issue with someone not knowing how to use create a, a pivot table or a pivot table. I don't know how to pronounce that pivot table. Mm. Um, but yeah, I think it. I th yeah, I'll be honest. I do. Think, I must. Admit, I do think it's a shared responsibility because it's weird the number of people who literally just don't know it, who have never used it, and you when you guide them to it, they're like, oh wow, this is this is crazy with a pivot table. I'm not sure. I must admit that I've never actually, I don't enjoy using Power Pivot at all. I'm not sure um, for this. I've never, I think I've, I haven't used Power Pivot in a, quite a long time, but I just don't mm. think that's a particularly enjoyable experience, I've got to say. No, if you're used to um, Power BI. So that's. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. I think also because I, I also like started in Power Query and then I went very, very quickly from Power Query. I think it was Power Query and then about probably two months later, was the Power BI, yeah. Mm. So it was really okay. like yeah. laying the groundwork because I was working one, of, yeah. In two thousand fifteen, then. Oh no, no, it was it wasn't that that long ago. It was just the fact that I it was then someone told me about it. So I think it was oh, two, okay, okay. It was yeah. two thousand. Actually, it wasn't long. Ago. It was probably end of two thousand sixteen with Power Query, and then the start of two thousand seventeen with with Power BI. So I was like, "Oh, yeah. you think Power? You think Power Query is really cool? Check out this Power BI thing. It's like really, it's like the next thing. So have a look at it." I was like, "Okay." I can play with that a little bit. It's all right. It's all right. Mm. Yeah, I actually started with Dax. So um, Rob Colley's blog um, blog post of course. Uh, or blog actually um, was an eye opener for me. And um, mm. there, I, I I think I discovered that in around 2012. 
ähm, hm. 2012, I started following his blog hmm. and then I saw what um, Microsoft was about uh, to hmm. do around in the self-service area that hmm. was before Power Query and so I actually started with Dux um, in the modern Excel and hmm. with Power Pivot at that time. Okay, okay. Yeah, so this yeah. was my entry point um, but yeah. I still find Dux uh, much more complicated than Power Query. I yeah. must admit. Yeah, I, actually, I was oh. just doing. I was doing. I was doing a Power BI training today in German. Actually, I've done a Power BI training in German for a long time. Oh, well done. Uh, <laughs> yeah, thank you. I was, and this is why I, I switched my 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 Power BI to German, and this is why I sent a, a couple of tweets about learning German words and the Power BI. And the, one of the things that I found found really difficult to say was "verwendete Schritte," so the applied steps. Oh yeah, yeah. I was like, okay, the "verwendete," the I'm sorry, "verwendete Schritte." It was. Uh, yeah. Trying my best to make it roll off the tongue, but I, but I got there. And mm. um, but yes, in this training, I was saying that I explaining about. I mean, it's only three hour training, so not a lot at all. Saying that you know, for me, it's much easier to follow the logic of of M than it is of Power Query. I think it just somehow M quatsch, of um of DAX. Sorry, mm. if I write in it, I feel like when I'm writing in M, I'm kind of like writing in sentences. You know, if this, then else, that, 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 that it's kind of has more like somehow a rhythm to it. But when I get a DAX, it just seems like chaos that I grapple to understand on a daily basis. It really, yeah. I mean, M is sequential and it doesn't have have this traps and mm. double. How do you the <laughs> doppelten Boden? I don't, I don't know how you translate that in into English. Doppelter Boden. So oh, you, yeah, okay, no, yeah, when yeah. you, yeah. Um, I don't and I don't know these adverts he's talking about, Jeff. Remember the compact computer ads with John Cleese many decades? I don't. I'm sorry. What? Jeff. Um, uh, so maybe MS need a short video segment using a well-known <laughs> slacking off in Excel. <laughs> Remember the compact computer ads with John Cleese many decades ago? No, I don't. I don't. Remember I don't. That. Maybe no. they were just, maybe they just aired in New Zealand. I'm not sure. I don't know. I don't think I don't think I'm that much younger than you. To be honest, Jeff, I'm I'm 39, so I I I don't unfortunately fall into this young person category anymore. It's been a while since I did. There you go. <laughs> Here's a question we'll go for: How much of the power query is covered by the data transformation power query? Do the transforms available in many items only just scratch the surface? Oh, that's a decent question. Yes, okay. they do. Unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> And that's why I'm I'm really um, a big promoter about. Oh, I should promote it more. But my biggest wish uh, for Power Query was that um, they would give us the ability to create custom ribbons. So in Excel we can create custom ribbons uh, where we put um, buttons and menu items uh, on there uh, to make the. Um, to make much more uh, functionality of uh, what the language can actually do available uh, to users for clicky, clicky, draggy, droppy, basically. So, um, because M is uh, the language, M is the language behind Power Query, mm. and it's much, much um, more capable of um, to do things like we can nowadays do through the user current user interface. And it would be so, so great if uh, we could, uh, the community or whoever wants to contribute could add custom ribbons where we could make the additional functionality um, available 
um, through a UI that you can mm. use with your mouse. So what I did for a couple of times, and I always uh, write more uh, custom functions. So if mm. I see certain moves that make sense or replicate functions that we have in Excel that are not yet in, available in Power Query, I create a custom function, put it on my GitHub repo, and um, use it in my library mm. um, or share it on my blog post, depending on how valuable I think it is for the public. Um, but um, although it is fairly straightforward or uh, let's say doable, you copy <laughs> a bit of code and then you create a custom function in your Power Query that you can use. I can very well understand that many folks find that a bit intimidating or mm. think that it takes them too much time mm. if they only do that occasionally, for example. So what would be really great if, if we could basically create our own custom ribbons where we could place mm. functions in a way that makes sense uh, to use through a user interface so yeah that's a really cool idea i never thought about mm. that but that would be awesome I just, do you have a, a an idea should, on that yeah yeah i have an idea on that i should post the link yeah. please do so i will immediately vote for that um because yeah. i've never seen that i've i don't yeah. often follow i've that posted it on 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 twitter a couple of times but yeah like... i apologize for having missed <laughs> no, that no, every no, single no, time no, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, that would be awesome. I never thought about that because it's right. Why don't? Why is that flexibility not there in Power Query when it's there in, in, in Excel? Mm. That's a great idea. Wow. Can you give us some examples of what you can do over and above the clicky clicky menus? Are oh, we going deep into it today? If you can be bothered, Emka. What? What? Uh, say again, please. Uh, can you give us some examples of what you can do over and above the clicky clicky menus? Like an example thereof. Over and above. Um, like it, like what? What more can you do without just doing the the the, the click function at the buttons? Like, what is there that exists that? Okay, um, what should should exist in my eyes? So, what what would I place there? Or yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah. That's mm -hmm. what for. Um, so basically, for example, some functions like um. Let me see. Uh, Sorry, I put you on the spot there, MK. I do apologize. No, 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 that's what we are here for. I just <laughs> uh, had um, problems understanding the question. Let me, get... Let me just. Yeah, yeah, go for it. It's all good. We're here can for I, you, you know. Am I. Uh, can I share my screen or. Uh, I believe there should be a button to share your screen. Yeah. I think if you go to, yeah, there's like a share screen button. You, you go for it. I have one. I think you have one as well. Hmm. Let me just see whether I can find what I'm searching for. <laughs> We're going to screen share now. We're really taking it up a level. This is fantastic. We've never done a screen share yet. Actually, I've never done one because oh. I'm, I'm always scared of my, of my computer crashing because I have serious issues <laughs> with this. So I think, okay. yeah, probably safer on your side, to be honest. <laughs> okay, let me just... Share screen. Okay, there we go. Do you see something? Yes. Okay. Do you see my blog? I believe so. 
Yes, we see. Can you see? So um, here's a blog post, for example, where I shared a function that allows you to unpivot um, a table that has multiple um, rows in the header mm -hmm. and columns. So the idea, usually you have to um, do a couple of steps um, to do such a task. Mm -hmm. And I provided a function that allows you just to type in the number of rows and columns you want to keep and um, unpivot the rest of it. But um, to do that, it's fairly old. So it even you even have to now <laughs> you have to download it, um, a function code from my site, then put it into your editor and things like that, and then okay. do uh, okay. all the stuff. So functions like that, that mm. I think would be convenient to use for users, just to have them in, in the user interface mm. would be a good thing in my eyes. So definitely. Yeah. Yeah, mm. I mean, anything that makes it e easier to do more complex actions would always be always be a, a, a benefit. Very cool. Yeah, nice yeah. example. I have to say. Mm. Can I can I throw another question up while, while we're here? I'm going to put the, the chat overlay back on. As we much have... as you like, of course. <laughs> In which scenarios do you recommend the use of the table dot buffer function? Okay. Um. Um. So. <laughs> Um, every time you need to basically um, cut the so-called streaming semantics in Power Query, um, yeah, I will explain in a minute. <laughs> and and if you um, are sorting using the sort functionality, so if you are sorting a table or a mm. list, um, then you have to use a table buffer. Um, if you want that sort order to be maintained. And I assume that that's basically uh, what okay. you would like to have. If you use the sort, you yeah. want the sort order to be maintained. Mm -hmm. And um, so a function like sort um, requires the table buffer to work as intended. Um, sometimes uh, I um, for some time the number the random number generations mm. also required that. Okay. And sometimes you um, have to use it for performance um, purposes. For example, if you use a function like list generate or list accumulate, mm. um, then this will often mean that you are iterating through um, an array or multiple items. Mm -hmm. And um, if you don't use the table buffer in that instance, that means that um, this um, element that you're referencing multiple times mm -hmm. will be evaluated multiple times. And that can basically, mostly, in most cases, make these functions unusable. Because when you apply it to real data, mm. you will see that the that the performance mm. will drop um, uh, immensely. So, for occasions where you have to stop re-evaluation of um, items in a row context, I would mm. say row context, um, then you have to use a table buffer. What um, a table buffer doesn't um, do is uh, stopping re-evaluating so-called staging tables. So um, I don't know um, if you've 
done things like that. Sometimes you import a table mm. and want to do want to use that in two different queries as well. So you basically split split your query logic and reference this um, staging table and build mm. one query on to, uh, on it and another query as mm. well. In that case, a buffer wouldn't work. Why? Don't ask me why, but it is like that. But if you're using um, commands in an iterator, in a table at columns or in a list generate functions, so in functions that are really iterators by their nature, mm. then the table buffer will um, basically stop the re-evaluation of, of the input. And then it really makes sense to use it uh, to improve the performance. Wow. That is a very, very thorough answer. Okay. Impressive. <laughs> I've got to say. I'm impressed by anyone who can go into that level of detail just like off the cuff, you know, just go straight into it. It's 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 a fantastic thing. It's really interesting to listen to your guys say. <laughs> Do you ever like with your the, the, the length of time you've been working with, with Power Query or Power BI? How often do you discover like new things in Power Query, or do you feel like you're at the point now? Where it's like, okay, I've discovered new things so rarely because, or almost never because, I've got such extensive knowledge of it. I'm curious about that. Mm. I mean, how often do you come across something that you just like? Yeah, I can't in my yeah, in my daily work, I would say I don't come across new things. Mm. If I if I go to Twitter and see what Ben Gribaudo is posting, <laughs> then okay. I know that there's a lot uh, okay. about the M language that I mm. don't know yet. So um, Ben Gribaudo, he really does a great job uh, okay. in digging into the going mm. into the weeds um, of of the M language. I would say. Okay. Um, but actually, in my daily work, I haven't come across this, and unfortunately, I, currently, I don't have the time to yeah. mm. uh, to to go into that um, as well. So, mm. in my spare time, uh, when I'm doing community work, I rather work on my tools and on finance-related stuff than mm. um, going down um, and exploring more of the M language. Yeah. Do you, do you miss it? I mean, it, it's, it's a shame to get at the point where you, you kind of don't feel challenged, but maybe at the same time, it's a good thing because you, you're at that level where you can just do it, but I'm not sure if it's... Yeah, honestly, I'm quite pragmatic about it. I'm happy that I can use my time to improve my DAGs and to learn more about Power Automate and uh, Power okay, Apps, yeah. things like that. There's so much to learn. In other areas, so um, mm. I'm happy that I have time to learn the other things as well. I must nice, admit. that makes sense yeah. for sure. Yeah, I, I I think of all the the things that start with the word power, the ones that I um, neglect the most is most definitely power apps. Mm. I, I I love Power Automate. Don't get the chance yeah. to use as much as that, but I think it's just phenomenal. Um, but power apps. Actually, I tell you, the only, <laughs> the only thing I've ever used Power Apps for is before they had this integration of Power Automate within Power BI, I used it to build like buttons, and then I would put that button from the Power App within Power BI. And I was like, there you go. I have yeah. a Power App now. Does that count? Do I now know Power Apps? <laughs> <laughs> but then yeah. along came the Power Automate integration. I was like, yeah, okay, don't even need that anymore. Hmm. Yeah. I think that, yeah. I mean, yeah. 
of course, the time is li limiting factor and mm. um, in, in terms of customer work, at least for me, mm. um, the license fees have been also limiting factor because the interesting data sources require a pro license. Yeah. And I mean, they they did a good job in lowering the rates from about 40 to 20 US mm. dollar, I think. But yeah. currently, I don't have a customer that um, uh, uses fair. this. So, yeah. Yes. yeah, one day, maybe when it's time is yeah. always the issue for sure. Um, it's always nice to come across a new project and someone says, tells you a requirement and it automatically just get this idea in your head, aha, I could never, never done this before, but I think if I use this tool, because then you know this chance, this learning curve is, is coming and it's always an enjoyable experience for sure. Yeah, I saw that you've uh, found the time to play around with Denep a bit. Yes. I'm really, I'm really envious about it because that is really, that sound looks so great to me. I I wish I had some mm. time to play around that, with it as well. So. Yeah, it's really good. I I I'm yeah. enjoying it immensely. I'm frustrated by it because of the things Why? that I, because of the things that I can't do that I want to do. as part of the learning thing, right? Where okay. you know when you kind of you, you do the whole peaks and troughs thing, and you're at, mm. at a point where you're really trying trying to achieve. And actually, I haven't had a chance to do anything in the past week. But um, when there's something very specific you want to do, and for whatever reason you can't make it work, it's so frustrating. Um, <laughs> no. I think I mentioned last week I was currently working on maps and I need to contact Carrie about it so she can help me because she's very she's very kind that way. But no, Deneb is is very very cool and the chance to get understand and a bit, learn a bit of Vega Light, which I did not even know existed six yeah. months ago. So no, that's, that's that's really cool. I'm gonna pull up a question from Jeff again. What functionality is most missing from Power BI UI in your opinion? Yeah. <laughs> I, I missed the last part of the question and I should have I should have known where that was leading <laughs> I would extend it to be to be measure driven everything and that's the thing I love about Deneb because in Deneb the concept is that you can drive everything by your data and I think that everything in Power BI should be able to be driven by data uh, yeah. measures and everything it's really that's how things should be in my eyes yeah, completely. I'm sure Jeff will strenuously agree with what you just said there. Um, yeah. yeah, measure driven everything. Yeah. There you go. Change all of Jeff's tickets from measure driven data level just to measure driven everything, and then I'll get there. Yeah, there are exactly. a couple of things that I um, are missing that I don't <laughs> okay. understand. Measure driven everything. Is it really? I didn't notice that. <laughs> they, I would call, I would call it data driven, but uh, measure driven. I... I can live with that as well. <laughs> oh yeah. man, that's fantastic! No. Measure driven yeah. everything is fine for your name. Fantastic. See your kindred mm. kindred spirit there. Yeah. Oh man. Now, one of the things I've been waiting for for ages. It's a really small thing. Um, one of my favorite German words, by the way, is Kleinigkeit. This is I know, yeah. it's, a, I know it's a Kleinigkeit. Is I know it's a small thing, but mm. um, it's the ability to conditional format the background the the background color of a page. I know it's a small thing. I know a lot of people don't care about it, but I really do. And I don't understand why I can't have a page where I can, the actual color of the page itself can be driven by uh, a measure. It's strange because there are so many things you can do with color, but mm. with the, the, it's just really, I mean, it, I'm sure at some point it will just appear and it won't even be on a, on, on the update this month list because it's not even a big deal at all. And I'm, I'm the only one sitting there caring about, <laughs> about it. But um, yeah, it'd be cool just to sit mm. if you have, even if you have like stuff like a, like a, 
a tooltip page or a quick tip page. Um, to have that color of that quick tip controlled by a measure would be really cool. Yeah, yeah. My friendly Twitter name is... I'm just going to pull Jeff up. I'm just going to focus so much on Jeff today. Jeff, <laughs> measure-driven, everything. Oh, yeah, fantastic. Uh, I've seen... Oh, really, have you now? That would make sense. The only... To be honest, my, my workaround wasn't really a workaround. It was simply getting a really big shape, like a rectangle, and putting that on the back of the page, sending it, sending it to the back, and then, of course, the shape, the background can be the color of the of the shape. So that was my very, very ugly workaround. But if there's a proper workaround that doesn't involve using shapes, that would be fantastic. And I'll give that a search. Thank you very much, Jeff, because that does annoy me. I, had a, I made a video about creating, changing the color of your entire like report based on like a, a, a slicer. So to, to switch between like a light and a, and a dark mode, which I know is, again, a little bit silliness, but it is quite good fun and cool, which I think <laughs> describes about 95% of the videos that I make. Um, but I couldn't, I, that, it was just this one part and I hate the part where I had to say in the video. So now you have to get a shape and you have to make the shape, the background of your page. Cause I know that's such an ugly solution to put a big like rectangle at the back of your page, you know, but what are you going to do? Now, yeah, one sec. Excuse me. Very dry. No. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, do you like, um. When you're working for whomever, like working clients or you do your, your job and stuff, do you like, um, do you, t are you working like, I'm just curious as to, are you working like in a team? Cause you say you're working like, you know, prime, you try to solve everything with, with Power Query, but you, do you no, take everything, I'm... do you take, do you take everything from like, like the A to the Z of the report? Like actually do like complete report creation or do you focus on parts thereof or, or whatever? No, usually uh, with my clients, I'm, I start to convince them that they should build the visuals <laughs> and um, I, I would usually do um, data preparation and the model mm. building and the measures and so on. Mm. Um, so I'm, I, I'm working as a freelancer basically for clients and um, of course um, visual creation is takes a lot of time and um, yeah. of course if they want to save some money and want to make best use uh, yeah, because I yeah. think um, many of them they want to maintain the solutions by themselves but they mm. need me for a kickstart or to mm. get into mm. the into the um, technique and then I said well should start trying to create the visuals because that's where you can save a lot of money at the end and it doesn't require so many um technical knowledge so it's basically more or less yeah mm. uh, learning the user interface and now no deep uh, learn, um, technical knowledge about the theoretical concepts are necessary mm. and then if they want to um, move into things further they can i always recommend to uh, look into power query mm -hmm. And the last thing I recommend to uh, take on themselves is the ducks thing. Okay. And depending on yeah how much money they have in the budget and how much time and how uh, how much they want to be involved themselves, um, we are ending somewhere <laughs> on that range. But uh, my That's recommendation nice. is um, for the customers. Mm. Uh, visuals, Power Query, Ducks. So that's the order I, I recommend oh. for them. It's so honest, JP, as well, trying to save your clients some money. 
How nice. Um, <laughs> I wanted to, I, Jeff just mentioned something. I wasn't sure if he was referring to what I wanted to ask about next. Your, um, your Power BI cleaner tool. Hmm. I think I haven't mentioned that yet. I think I'm not sure if that's what Jeff was talking about when he asked about your Power BI fields finder. If you, if Jeff said, don't forget to ask about the Power BI fields finder, but he likes to keep me on track. He likes to make hmm. me make sure I don't get too diverted by random questions, says Jeff. Um, I want to ask about the Power BI cleaner tool because this is a, fant a fantastic tool, by the way. Hmm. Um, this is <laughs> yeah, all, also, I use it often. Yeah, yeah this, is, um, this is something that you developed, right? Yes, I've developed a lot of them. And that's my, what I mean with I'm always using Power Query for everything because, I mean, that's a tool um, that uh, many people would have written in, in C Sharp or something like that because you could have a nice user interface mm. um, and clean lookup and so on. And if I knew the, any of these languages, I would have used these languages and provided a nice um, program me mm. looking thing. But I only know M, so I have to use Power Query um, for my mm. tools, basically. Mm. Um, so you have to use them in Power BI or Excel or whatever. I mean, it's yeah. a fantastic thing, just like when you, the game changer. Can you just maybe explain a little bit precisely what it is? Because it's better coming from you than me. I mean, I could tell you what it is, but from your mouth, what is what is the Power BI? Um, um, the cleaner? The cleaner. Yeah. Mm, so the Power BI Cleaner is basically um, a Power BI workbook or an Excel workbook um, that allow you to identify the fields that are not used um, in a certain Power BI file hmm. or uh, not used in a shared file, a Power BI dataset that you've published into the service and is used by many um, thin clients or many um, hmm. reports or even analysis services models that you're sharing and that are referenced Amazing. by um, robots in the Power BI service. Mm. So um, all these scenarios are covered um, with my tools that my tool will tell you which fields are used anywhere and which fields therefore are not used and could be deleted or at least yeah. hidden. So you can use it to basically clean up your your solutions. Yeah, very cool thing. <clears throat> I love it. I um, used it once or twice, and it is such a great idea because the the, the I think also in your blog you you have also a, a post about steps to tidying things, making queries faster, that sort of thing. And mm. it kind of for me, kind of falls in this the same category of just not taking what you don't need, which seems like a really obvious thing to say, like, don't take data that you don't need, don't take data that that's not being used, but it sounded really difficult to identify precisely what, and to have yes. this tool is mm. so helpful. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah, in my practice, I mean, if you're developing things in an agile way with, with, um, so, um, with the, basically with the business uh, departments and not with the IT department, they say, well, we are dragging um, fields from these and these tables. Mm. You tend to in import everything at first and uh, look at them and try to find out how things relate to each other mm. um, and then build up your measures. And um, and if you then see, well, this is actually what I'm ended up with and what I really need from all the data that's there, then that's the point where you clean up your stuff. And um, yeah. for these cases, I find that really, really useful, I must sure. say. Yeah. And I think this this process of, um, and I say this because I'm 
something that I very much do myself and it's a very, very poor best practice is, well, it's not a poor best practice, just poor practice. Um, it's, I say, okay, I'll, I'll take the data and I'll take pretty much what I, what I think I need. Um, but of course, some, there's always more stuff in there and I'll take it and I'll start to develop the report and then I'll just kind of forget about that part. Forget about the going back and actually let's just clean this up because you get so focused on the driving stuff forward and the creating measures and understanding the business needs that yeah. what you no longer need is just completely forgotten. This is something that I do. I know I do it. So, um, yeah, it's it's cool even just to have it as, as a reminder, to be honest. This is actually a good point by Jeff. It's crazy that Microsoft don't have the way use functionality built on the Power BI, yeah, which mm. is a reasonable point. Yeah. But but it gave you something very cool. If, if, if Microsoft had it, you wouldn't have had the chance to build that very cool thing. <laughs> oh, I have so many other things on my list that I could build. So <laughs> that, is, that is enabling the community, right? Yeah. Um, but no, it's mm -hmm. it, it, it's it's right. But actually, the, 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 to be able to see not just what's actually in the report, but also use a user and an analysis services as well. I to be honest, I didn't know it did that until right now, until you said that. I have to be mm. quite honest. So um, I have to maybe implement that a bit, a bit more than, than I usually do, and keep things keep things nice and clean, keep those mm. to keep those ref um, refreshes etc. nice and clean. You know. Mm. But I mean, the it is it has also some limitations, and um, what is really problematic is uh, custom visuals, for example. So you really have mm. to um, extract the logic and find um, basically the positions um, in the JSONs, more or less, mm. where um, the relevant fields are. And okay. if I'm, Jeff and I <laughs> will be successful in our cry for more data and measure-driven everything, this will become even more difficult uh, mm. because we will have many, many more um, locations where informations about usage will be placed in the visuals so mm. yeah, I really hope that uh, Microsoft will come up uh, with the documentation about all these structures that makes it um, more easy to uh, identify all the all these elements for sure I think I, I need to utilize Microsoft documentation a lot more than I do to be quite honest I, I, I discover far too many things on Twitter I'm not sure that, that, that's a good thing and, and a bad thing because I'm like oh I read a tweet about that I'll go and try it and <laughs> completely ignoring the fact that there's a whole page of documentation about this subject. Now, yeah, I'll just click on some things and see what it does and see what I could see what I can make it do. And yeah, the documentation is always a good idea. My God. Ah, yeah. Cool. <laughs> and what about um, you? Just about, about about you in general. You said before. I'm just curious now because we're talking about before we started talking, living, living in, in, in Germany, et, et cetera, because this is the first ever all German. I thought you were still in Berlin. I, I, I thought this, I was excited. This is going to be the first ever purely Berlin <laughs> web chat, but yeah. you're up on, you're, you're, you're up on, on, on the North coast now or something like that. Is that is on that the correct? Baltic coast, on the on Baltic, Baltic coast. coast. I, yeah. I apologize, yeah. Baltic coast. So just, just a couple of hours drive from Berlin. Okay. <gasps> I'm I'm from the northeast of England, so I do I crave cold, windy weather. To be honest, it's <laughs> I, I love. I'm from so the really the yeah the city I'm from is called Newcastle, but I'm from a small town on the coast called Whitley Bay, and we're kind of famous for a lighthouse. And that's kind of much, pretty much about it. It's a nice lighthouse. Don't get me wrong, 
Um, really strangely, actually, I was in um, a Döner place in Berlin, and there was a picture on the wall, and it was like I was like, "That's the lighthouse from the town that I grew up." I was like, "This is St. Mary's <laughs> lighthouse. It's called St. Mary's lighthouse." So that I was like, "How?" Nice. Was like, I asked the guy. He was like, well, how, "How?" Just curious. Where did you get this picture on the wall? Because this is like from this small town in which I live. He was like, "Oh yeah, just I was at like a flea market, like a flea market, and I had this picture there, and I, and I liked it, and I was like, that's pretty cool.'" There you go. Somehow, in Berlin, my adopted home, there is a picture of the lighthouse from my small town of my actual home. Yeah. Quite strange. Yeah. yeah. A place in where I want wind. Cold wind and rain. <laughs> Cold wind and rain. A friend of mine actually is also, she moved back. To, I think she was from Wellington as well. She moved back. She was in, living in, in Berlin for good 10 years and she she's from new zealand and she's just went just went back to wellington now it does seem like a very nice maybe one day when i am allowed to fly again and I have the chance to make it all the way i've been to australia once but i did not go to new zealand to oh, go somewhere. Been, yeah. Yeah. never been down there no neither australia nor new zealand oh, i loved australia I, nice. I loved it yeah. sorry please sorry MK. no that would be really nice to be able to visit these places one for sure one time <laughs> i am um, I, I have an issue with it, the heat of Berlin. That's just a really humid heat in the summer, you know? And in mm. Australia, when I was in Melbourne, the, the heat, it was hot, but it was different. It was kind of like, you know when, like in the, I remember in the summer, I walked out of the office, which of course had air conditioning, and I opened the door. And it kind of felt like, do you know when you're cooking in the oven and you open the oven door and you forget you put your head back and all this like heat from the oven just like explodes in your face. That's kind <laughs> of what it felt like when I was opening my door in my mm. office in Melbourne, it was intense. <laughs> um, so yeah, I think maybe maybe that 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 area plus a little bit of um, it would be great to see Bannon. Yes, it would be fantastic. Oh, yes, yes, yes. It would be fun. We wouldn't say no. We would. We. 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 I'm sure. I don't want to speak for Imka, but I think it would be nice to go. You know. Mm. Oh man. Oh, I see. This is this is what it's about. They don't go inside the pub in Newcastle unless it's freezing <laughs> the end of the beer. We are we're also known in Newcastle for never wearing coats. I'm not sure where this came from. It's a really strange thing. Like, to, but to me, it always made sense. You'd stand in like you'd stand in the queue to go into a club, and you'd have to, um, you know, in the winter, and you'd be standing wearing your shirt or your t-shirt and no coats. So somehow Newcastle people from Newcastle got famous for not wearing coats. And I think it's because maybe we're a little bit a little bit impatient because I always hated it when you had to go into a bar or a club and you had to like put your coat in like this cloakroom place yeah, it's just yeah. just just more queuing so for some reason it became a city with no one wearing coats oh god <laughs> jeff how could you say such a thing <laughs> i could do live <laughs> well I, I can do my live chats from from anywhere in the world really be fair I'm, I'm, I'm strictly online for that sort of thing um but yes what to do anyway um i will not ramble on too much because i know it upsets jeff when i ramble on he likes to keep me on track um <laughs> I will say thank you for joining. It's been awesome to hear you talk at length and in depth about things in M that I might understand in a few years. I didn't know. We, uh, I have to remember because I didn't know about. Um, please remind me what was it we, that you were talking about when you're talking about when you're using a sort. You have to use this function, otherwise it doesn't maintain the sort. The table buffer. Table buffer. <laughs> I will use that. I didn't know about yeah. it, so I've learned something. This is fantastic. <laughs> I like to learn something. So table buffer, I'll remember that. And um, 
for everyone who joined and joined in the chat, it was fantastic. It's always good fun to have all these questions and it's always much appreciated. And um, back next Thursday, for sure. Yeah. Unless yeah. someone in my house gets corona again. Um, <laughs> but Imke, thank you very much. It was really good fun. Thanks a lot for you. having me, Ben. Yeah. My my pleasure. Our pleasure. Yeah. And um yeah. goodbye everyone. Thank yeah. you and have a lovely rest of the day.